Hey everybody, Nolan here, and you're probably thinking the same thing I'm thinking. Why is Nolan the one talking? I don't know. <laughs> well, I actually do know, but I don't know why they chose me to take over. <laughs> uh, we're here for the short rest for part five, which is pretty cool. Uh, Rachel is unfortunately feeling a little bit under the weather, so I'm going to host this one. I apologize in advance. <laughs> yeah, I had ha the audacity of getting uh, COVID at Dragon Con. Rude, right? Yeah, rude. how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> so we are recording over Discord. So if we sound different, that's why. Well, if I sound different, it's because you know my body is currently <laughs> waging a battle against a virus. But sure, Discord. Yeah, it's just Discord. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Other than the really creepy robot face looking at us as we record, it's like a bear robot, which is kind of creepy, but it's fine. We'll roll with it. <laughs> That's what we do here. Uh, I don't know if we need to introduce ourselves on these things because everyone knows, but just in case, I'm Nolan. I play Mo the Monk. Uh, we got Joey the DM over there. Oh, thanks for introducing me. Of course. Also, no also known as Horace. Leslie <laughs> Horace. I did That's play true. Horace for an episode. You're right. Mm -hmm. That's right. And of course, we obviously got Aaron or Finian the Elf. That's me, guys. <laughs> we also got the one and only JR, played by Greg. Well, I wouldn't know about one and only. Hmm. Oh, are you saying you're not unique? Interesting. We also have. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we also have Rachel, obviously, who plays Tana the Tiefling. Howdy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> and, and lastly. <laughs> Lastly, we have Sarek, formerly known as Heen. <laughs> formerly, yeah. Currently, no, formerly as well known as Imagith. Ooh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, this was, we're approaching, well, I guess we have hit the end of part five, and it was a pretty wacky story. We started in Pandemonium and ended up uh, killing a few demigods. Uh, Joey, if you got kind of like just a rough, you know, five to ten sentence recap, Right, so this part began in the Path of Pandemonium after Tana ripped a hole in reality, and you all escaped from, uh, where the hell were you, Mount Orem. Uh, you met Kriv, you, JR died and came back to life, and then you traveled to Mercy. Keen actually died for real, um, did not come back. Uh, met Tregeth, he sacrificed himself, and then you went to Trickery to convince Imigoth to do the same. You guys were all over Noctara during part five. Yeah, we kind of took a tour of the dark side. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and for once, which is really cool, is I get the question, so I have all the power here. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh, no. What have I done? <laughs> well, we actually do have a lot of questions, and they're pretty good. So I'm just going to kind of hop right into it. Um, I guess this one's kind of oriented towards Joey or maybe the players if we make the decision. Uh, this comes from Terry. Wondering if uh, we're going to see any more of the Deck of Many Things. Oh, uh, I guess I assume you won't. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I'll shove it into the epilogue just so you guys can uh, no. <laughs> just to mess with you. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. oh, you best believe I'm going to draw from that. Yeah, I'm drawing I... 10 more cards. I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't imagine. I don't imagine we'll be seeing the deck of many things again. 
honestly, I'm kind of relieved because like anytime I see the deck, I have to pull from it. So yeah. that's that's, that's oh. good. There's no doubt. You always pull from the deck of many things. That's just the law of D&D. Yeah, <laughs> and it's always a mistake. Oh, uh, yep, yep. <laughs> I don't know, well, Finian, Finian came out okay from that. Yeah, yeah that's true. true. Yeah. Like, really well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's because Finian knows when to stop. That's right. <laughs> He's got self-control. Right. Uh, we also have kind of uh, this. I saw this question. I thought it was really cool, and I wanted to kind of include it in the front here. So this question comes from Lay. I think I hope Lee? I'm pronouncing that right. Lee. 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 Okay. It comes from Lee. Um, I want to know everyone's favorite memories of Heen, and also Aww. if there's anything in Heen's backstory that never actually came out. Ooh. Oh, gosh. That's a great question. I haven't thought about Uh, that in forever. I have two answers right off the top of my head. Give you all the chance to think about that. What a great question. Um, One of my favorite Heen moments is one that's really quiet. It was just, it was when Tana decided that she was going to learn how to fish. And, uh, oh, yeah. (laughs) That was going to say the same. Yeah. And so JR, Tana, and Heen were fishing. And it's like such a nice moment such a, a quiet departure from the chaos and tumultuous campaign uh, that I've <laughs> loved. Um, and any moments as a DM where I can sit back and just watch the players have fun are, are some of my favorite moments. So also yeah. a quote from Heen I love. When Tana's talking about how her mom was going to make the world start spinning, and Dean, oh. <laughs> who we imagine to be the very smart, very logical one, says how we would all fly off. And that that caught me so off guard. <laughs> that was a really good line. <laughs> yeah, I think along the same line as fishing, I really enjoyed it when we were all uh, booked, right, for the poisonous salt. Um, and we were in jail and, and Heen was teaching Tana um, to control her mind. And I don't, Sarek, how did spiders come into it where I was trying to concentrate on them to meditate? Like, I, I don't even remember the absurdity that went down. <laughs> I think it was, we were practicing meditating and then Tana got distracted because there were a bunch of spiders in the cell. And so you, one of them was like wandering around and you were trying to burn it. And I was like, oh, let's go with that. Because maybe <laughs> maybe if we just use her fire, she'll be able to actually focus. Kind of like working with, you know, like a toddler where you have to give them <laughs> the building blocks in order to actually play. Hey, I resemble that <laughs> remark. <laughs> what about remember, you, Greg? Oh, sorry. I remember when he was, uh, I think we were all sleeping and then he slept in the mud or something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. nude i think yeah completely nude in the mud (laughs) and then he'd wake up with that (laughs) whatever and then all the jokes yeah those are good uh aaron what was yours so so i think mine of course was since you guys already mentioned the fishing that was awesome uh i certainly enjoyed going on the uh the heist with uh heen well finian enjoyed going on the heist with heen into the um captain's quarters on the ship in was it Thekum? It was in Thekum, yeah. Thekum, yeah. We were on the other side of the Thekum Harbor. That was pretty cool. Was that the first have... time uh, a patron role ended up messing us up substantially, and we had yes. to like completely improvise? Yeah, yes. that's <laughs> I right. That too. So you tried to bust <laughs> through the glass of the window or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, funny enough, one of my favorite moments with Heen is when uh, it, Heen wasn't necessarily the usual Heen. It was when we were in the volcano and JR and Mo yes. were at each wow. other's throats. Yes. And then Heen became the comedic relief. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. moment, that was just, that was a fun That's episode right. to record. And then Sarah coming in with the comedy, that was just, that was hilarious. <laughs> like, what's going on, guys? Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see here. We're going to pull from the questions again. We got a question from the greater God of chaos. And this question is for specifically Finian. Twice now, you've decided to attack instead of heal your down party members, <laughs> resulting in their deaths. <laughs> and then the question is, why with a laughing face? <laughs> oh. uh, that's a great question for Finian. Not one that I can particularly answer well on his behalf, other than maybe he's got a little bit of a, you know, he's a little bit fast and loose with the concepts of life and death. So maybe we'll just leave it at that. Hey, I got yeah. an answer for that one. It's yeah, because that? he was the, he was the key of keys. He was supposed <laughs> to fail the party. It was I'm... all ordained. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I mm-hmm. Gotta love it when it works out like that. Mm-hmm. Or he's just a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could ask that Acemar that got squished. <laughs> yeah, oh that, yeah, that, that was a bad. That was bad. <laughs> That's day. right. He just ignored the Acemar. <laughs> I Brilliant. still wonder if that's going to be important. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got a question come in from Ali, the goddess of hope. So, how long do you guys actually play for versus what we actually hear after editing? Sixteen hours. Days and days <laughs> yeah. and days. We, we and never days. Yep. actually stop. <laughs> yeah, <it's> just constant. <laughs> and Greg just takes the best parts of it. I, yeah. I think or the worst. For, yeah, or the worst. I don't know. It's like uh, maybe a, an hour and 45 minutes or something, a couple hours. And then we. That edit depends it. on the episode. Yeah, yeah. And then Greg cuts it down to like an hour, 15 minutes or something. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on how uh, wild you're. And before <laughs> exactly. all you start clamoring for live, um, know that it's all just cutting out mistakes where we just bumble over our words constantly or also <laughs> where we're looking up rules and i don't think you want to listen to two hours of us just looking up rules and i yeah. also think that you guys don't want to hear nolan realize oh mo actually does more damage than i thought he did <laughs> <laughs> yeah because that, that happens a lot oh that ha- i think that happens to everyone so much i was listening to this last episode that'll come out tomorrow and should already be out for whoever's listening and I, I realized I was like adding, or I was minusing three instead of two for my deck of many things drawing. So I nerfed myself so much. I th- wait, is yeah. it not three? Is it two? I bl- it's two, and then I add three or minus three from the other if I roll oh, above a yeah, ten. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's right. if I get above a ten, it actually isn't as bad. I think it adds plus one to saving throws instead. Right. Of- so it's not really that bad, but I was doing math wrong. Interestingly <laughs> enough that we're talking about the editing, I got a question in from Andre, our god of blunder and buffoonery. He has a few <laughs> questions here that I, I really like. Um, well, the first one I'll just address immediately because it's Mo, how long? <laughs> in all in all caps. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, we all want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is what's really cool about this experience is I kind of threw that line in because I was feeling the spirit of the tree. Like, Joey didn't even know I was going to say that. Um, <laughs> yep. It actually wasn't long. Uh, it is true. When Mo went to the restroom, Imigoth decided, oh, look, he's alone and got him. Oof. But the amount of like speculation that one question like generated just blew me away. That was I loved seeing all the theories. Like that was so cool. And it, it was so perfectly in the spirit of trickery of you trolling our entire audience. <laughs> I had to. It was the season, it was you know. Perfect. It was perfect. And then uh, it's followed up by kind of a two-part question that looks like it's mostly for Joey and Sarek here. Uh, how much info did Sarek actually get for DMing his episode? And how much uh, freedom with what was going to happen did he get? Oh, cool question. Sarek, you want to yeah, answer that? that a cool yeah, I know everything. I know how the party ends. I know what where you guys... <laughs> I know who lives, who dies, who marries who. I know the whole shebang. <laughs> who marries who? <laughs> it is written. Yeah. J.R. Um, um, anyway. Uh, what? <laughs> so Joey was hesitant to give me too much because just in case I did come back as another character or I did come back as an NPC, he didn't want to ruin the fun for me as well. However, that said... I needed a lot of information about the backstory of the gods, because if I'm going to be playing a god, I need to know what is his relationship with the other ones, what's his relationship with mortals, and things like that. So really, it came down to Joey drafted a little bit of a blurb for me, and then it was just Q&A time for maybe an hour and a half or so. Uh, yeah. And then yeah. after that, Joey just said, go for it. Anything you make is going to work. And I'm just like, okay, this is a, this is going to be a thing. I did, to be fair, I did pass by the rough draft of Joey, and he was a great sounding board to help me actually prepare the episode. But he wasn't sure what the specifics were going to be, nor necessarily what I was going to canonize uh, accidentally or on purpose. So, <laughs> Yeah, basically, <laughs> it was just, here's a long list of stuff about Imigoth. Uh, have fun, figure it out. <laughs> well, and I just want to add... Personally, I think Sarek is a really good friend to you, Joey, because if you gave me the slightest <laughs> chance, <laughs> I would immediately retcon the color blue from the world. <laughs> oh, <Wow>. no. <laughs> huh. Man, those yeah. thoughts didn't even cross my mind. I missed an opportunity. Hey, Joey, can I DM the next one? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, we're at the end of part five, and Marshmallow Tasha actually brings up an interesting question. Uh, how many parts are we expecting? Uh, we are expecting six. So, yeah, I actually, that was a question I was going to bring up. So, Nolan, I'm going to ask it real quick. Oh, uh, okay. We are going into the last part of the campaign. How, how do you guys feel? Wow. Weird. It's kind of crazy. Uh, wow. yeah. yeah, it's it's hard to believe we've been doing this for more than a year. Like in some ways, it feels mm -hmm. like so much less, uh, and then in other ways, it feels like it's we've done so much in such a short amount of time. Right, and one of the craziest things is like you always hear people talk about it, and you're like, I, I don't know, is that true? But I guess with, in the D and D community, I think more people can understand it. But like, 
I don't know. Like, it's going to be weird departing from Mo. I really enjoy yeah. playing him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, wow, he's. I'm going to have to hang him up in the closet? Like, dang. Uh, yeah, it's been a wild <laughs> ride. All the character development, the changes, the deaths, yeah. the lives. I know. Hey. Wrapping up. It's some of us dying way more than others of us. <laughs> I don't know who that's pointed at, but I'm going to pretend it's not me. <laughs> I'll be I'll, personally. I, I've I'll be glad to say goodbye to Finian. Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, been my favorite take. guy. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You heard it here, folks. I was not <laughs> expecting that. Yeah, dude, no, we have this I've... whole dang it, Aaron. We have this whole list of questions, and now I have a whole list of questions. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are you not playing Finian for uh campaign the next campaign? <laughs> no, sir, there will be no oh, Finian. What? No, I, I, I guess I'm, I'll play Finian then. Uh, I'm, <laughs> looking forward, I'm looking forward to playing a character with maybe a bigger uh. <clears throat> Emotional range. Fair. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. And, and perhaps, uh, 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 well, whatever. I, I, I'll leave it at that. Well, <laughs> speaking of emotional range, let's go back to my favorite NPC. This question comes from Terry. Who comes up with Horace's sayings? Are they oh. planned or spur of the moment? <laughs> so I'm really glad someone asked about this so I can flex my my muscles. Uh, my preparation for playing Sensei Horus is I spend a, between an, a half hour and an hour just reading common English idioms, like don't beat around the bush and shit like that. And I just save it all in my memory right before we record <laughs> so that when we record, it's all buzzing around in my head, colliding. Uh, so that, uh, it, yeah, I, I try to write down a few of them ahead of time that I really like. Um, but funny enough, they never come up because it's just, it's so specific, like for them <laughs> to actually kind of make sense in context. Um, I, I either have to make them up on the spot to fit the scene, or they just don't work. <laughs> well, Amazing. You say I, them. Oh, God. yeah. Yeah, no, we're going to say the same thing, Nolan, which is like, it's amazing. It blows my mind, like how quick on the draw you are with those. Like I, I, there are times when I have to like clamp my hands over my mouth and just be laughing hysterically. <laughs> it's I, great. In my defense, uh, I had practice with a character like this. Um, in a previous campaign, there was an NPC who talked in this absurd way. Um, so this <laughs> isn't my first time playing a character like this, but I felt like it was right to share it, share it with the world. <laughs> it was. It was very <laughs> well done. I love it. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Uh, we have a question for for us personally. I saw this question. I thought it was really cool. This is from Marshmallow Tasha. How long have you guys known each other? Also, how do your significant others feel about your D and D hobby? <laughs> uh, I just met Rachel uh, just before we started the campaign. Um, yeah, I think, yeah. I think Rachel's known you since you were since she was seven, though, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I only now met her. <laughs> yeah yeah my my long lost brother who we found over 23 and me no that's not actually <laughs> true though it's not actually true <laughs> so yeah i've known joey for his entire life he hasn't known me quite as long uh um, yeah, aaron and i old. 
I'm so old. I'm so old. Um, Aaron and I, I think some of our listeners have figured out that we are actually married. And what? then the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this whole time. This whole yeah, time. Right? Amazing. Um, and then you know, I met the the rest of the guys when you guys came up with this awesome idea of doing a D and D podcast, and it's been great. You, know, it's been you great. should tell people that you met on the set of Of Dyson Friends. <laughs> we, we met on the set, <laughs> aka no. Aaron's in my basement. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, my my fiance actually helps me plan all of the episodes so she's been wonderfully supportive with the podcast she knows that uh just how important D is to me and i guess i've known the rest of you basically forever i met greg and nolan in high school like 70 years ago yeah. uh, and then met Sarek in college shortly after yeah i think i've known Joey and Greg the longest. I've known Sarek for I'm gonna say like eight or nine years at this point. Yeah, the first time we met was uh, Comic Con. We all did a group uh, villains team up for DC and Marvel, I think. And yeah, so that was cool. the first time I met both Greg yeah. Nolan and then Actually, their brother as well. We were the Lanterns. We were the Lanterns. Mm-hmm. No, this uh, was the cool. this was the second one after that. You guys. Nolan wasn't there on that one. Oh, okay. Well, well, now I have to know there. what. What villains were you guys? I was Deathstroke. Uh, oh, uh, I, I was Doctor Doom. I spent nice. six months making his armor from. Scratch. I have the photo oh somewhere. I can post it if anyone wants to see it. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. you should. Yeah, I'll I did, post it to the uh, Discord. I did Young Magneto, so that's when he has his armor in like Days of Future Past. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Man, Nolan, you weren't there for that, huh? No, no, I don't know what I was doing. Probably something stupid. Oh, probably. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, let's yeah. see. We got, and I'm married to a, my work, oh, so uh, okay. <laughs> I'm married to this podcast, actually. So <laughs> technically, me and all the patrons and everyone, we're all married. Congratulations. Oh. Oh, you, never, my. you literally never even proposed to me, so I reject this notion. <laughs> Aww. you don't remember our proposal? How dare you! <laughs> it was a beautiful night, huh? Or day, because it's always day. And wow, <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and sidestep. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go. I got a question here for Sarek, Joey, and Greg. Now yeah. that you've all DM'd for the podcast and been a player, what did you learn about yourself, your play style, oh, your wow. DMing style, and what will it get to take? I'm sorry, wow, I really butchered that. And what will it take to get Nolan, Aaron, and Rachel to guest DM? <laughs> well, there's the way that question's thing. worded, I think we get a DM together. I'm going to put that out there. <laughs> huh. Well, there's one thing I know for sure from being a DM and a player is you have to plan a lot less if you're a player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fair. Fair. <laughs> You know, it's Planks. funny, I, it really depends on the group for me, because with the other campaign I'm currently DMing, I found they're going to go even more off the wall than the podcast is. And so I actually prepare very little for it at this point. I just set it up. But for the guest DMing on the podcast, yeah, that was handedly the most I've ever prepared for basically anything. I mean, I guess short of like, <laughs> aero, like I think like aerodynamics finals or something like that. Anything <laughs> short of that, I think that was the most I've ever prepared for anything. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I agree. I have to, I probably planned more for that that episode than my normal DMing. 
because it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it is a lot, and it's been really cool to watch you guys play or to DM because I get to see it through the lens of a player and kind yeah. of reflect <laughs> back on my own DMing. Oh, um, yeah. And like, it's fresh in my mind, but like Sarek's descriptions were on point. He was blowing my mind with how verbose he was, not in a bad way, but in a very uh, like, well, like authory kind of way. Thank you. Um, yeah. And that's something that I, I was like, ooh, I should be better at that. So watching Sarek, mm. it was, it was kind of cool to like uh, reflect on my own DMing. Uh, Aaron, I don't think that's fair though, uh, Joey, because (laughs) you have so much you have to do. You have to manage a campaign. You have to manage the players. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, true. Mine was like a very small contained episode. So I was really able to go ham into those really Mm. overly descriptive moments. But if you did that, you would just have no life. You'd be spending a (laughs) hundred hours a week on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So only a few more than normal. (laughs) I think those three or four extra hours are pretty critical. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so yeah I was going to say, for me, um, I'd probably have to learn how to play D&D, I would say. <laughs> um, that would help yeah, that if helps. I actually knew that. Um, so for me to be a DM, I think I would have to be a two-headed monster where I wrote the story and somebody who knew what they were doing actually helped me <laughs> like, <Fair>. you know, <laughs> execute it. So <laughs> if anyone wants to be a two-headed monster with me, it would be one hell of a story. I would just need somebody, you know, with the actual screen doing the calculations in the background. Right. <laughs> what about you, Aaron? I'd be happy to do a Dergus and Friends part two. <laughs> Ooh, okay. But wait, if you're DMing it, who's going to play Dergus? Somebody else can figure out how to make snorting and snuffling sounds, I'm sure. No one can <laughs> play oh, Dergus. Hey, like I, I could do that like today, man. I am on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron. Sounds like you're taking over. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. Let's see. We got some really good questions. Like, there's a lot of good ones. We're gonna go. We're gonna go with the Greater God of Chaos here. Asking Sarek, what did you think of your character Heen? Ups and downs. What would you have done differently? Would you have like? What would you have talked about? You know, just is there anything you you know? Wow, I really yeah. No, I get it. I got it. So that's oh man, what a question. Um. I think I'll start with what Heen originally was intended to be. Uh, So Heen was supposed to be kind of that fatherly figure. I knew from the get-go that I was going to be the old man of the group because when you play D&D, everyone just defaults to 20s, 30s. That's just how we think. I I think that's a large Mm -hmm. part of it. Uh, And so Heen already having a full backstory and everything was kind of a departure from what I've done in the past, but... I wanted to try and be the logical cornerstone of the group while still being able to have those emotional mentoring moments. So it was really difficult trying to find an arc for Heen to go through during that time. But because he was already in his past, he was kind of that, I kind of based him on like a dark paladin where you you fall in from grace, you're trying to find your way, but also potentially your uh, patron or whatever your purpose is, is also inherently dark. Um, I really like that concept overall. Um, So where he ended up? Yeah, I'm not sure. The fatherly thing kind of fell apart. There were definitely those moments it bled through, but uh, the group, once we kind of got unified, it didn't really need that fatherly figure, so I kind of pulled that off. 
Well, if you were uh, JR's father, fig uh, fatherly figure, it makes sense that you died. <laughs> wow. Jeez. <laughs> oh. Oh, Is that too soon? It yeah. kind of makes sense why JR was so heartbroken then seeing Heen's departure. He yeah, they literally are all father died, figure. Joey. <laughs> right. Wow. You killed them all. Rough. Thanks. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> so let's see here. Uh, Rachel. Where do you get your wacky chaos ideas from? Uh, our nuts. time in chaos was something else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nuts. Yeah. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm. I there's. A, you cannot be a fantasy writer and not have a screw or two loose, right? You know, I just spend all of my days in wonky fantasy realms, so so <laughs> it's really not hard to tap into the inner chaos monster. <laughs> uh, we got a question for Jr. Here, so. Greg, why didn't JR badmouth Imagoth like right to his face? Your point about him being uh in the shadow of his brother was excellent. Uh I would say he didn't because when he was doing that, he was trying to draw him out. I'd say he didn't do it during the battle because he's been in that position, so I don't know why he probably felt some like bonding between the two from that so it was more it it was more that's definitely he, the impression i got from yeah he, there was definitely that really emotional attachment yeah yeah he understood him through like their mutual shared uh issues with their like being in the shadow of their brothers so he wouldn't have brought that up in a battle yeah, it was just to taunt him to find him, right? It wasn't, you weren't actually trying to be mean yep. to Imagrith. <laughs> no, especially after seeing, uh, I think after seeing all that loneliness and stuff, I think he kind of yeah changed, got it. changed up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Joey. Yes. Do you hello. feel like your reputation as a player killer is deserved? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no. I think I have been our DM for the majority of a decade now, and I don't think I've killed that many player characters, actually. Mm -hmm. um, Gideon. Gideon? Okay. Uh, there have been a few. Don't count them, Joey. Don't count them. It's going to look bad. <laughs> <laughs> there, there have been you a few. You killed me before the campaign started in uh, your third campaign. I did. I did. Uh, you're oh, right. Yeah. I killed yeah. all of you before this campaign started. Um, wow, that's right. But okay, this is my opinion. Um, if <laughs> if no player characters die in a campaign, then they start to feel invincible, and so you kind of have to remind them occasionally. That again and again. And <laughs> <laughs> Tell them who's boss. That there, and over and there, over <laughs> again. <laughs> there has to be tension, right? If you guys succeed at everything you do all the time, then the campaign loses a lot of its weight. And so while I don't want you failing all the time either, I still want you succeeding most of the time. Believe it or not, I am cheering for you assholes. But occasionally, <laughs> occasionally someone says a pun too many times. And wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> Are you putting Keith's death on my conscience? <laughs> <laughs> Every hundred puns I hear, I roll a die and that the result dies. And uh, wow. it just happened to be Heen. <laughs> Rat row. 
Yeah, I, I agree, Joey. There has to be consequences so, to player actions, and when everything is life or death, anyway, the consequence can only be life or death. Right, right, right. And so I don't, I don't like killing player characters. Like I don't find joy in it. Um, but wait, it, I thought it you were, make... why were you laughing at me then after you killed me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> calling you up oh, all God. all times of the night to taunt you about it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> So, Aaron, this question, I might, I promise it's not a gotcha question, but if you're not prepared, <laughs> I, I don't know if you can answer this. So, what are the limits of what Finian can turn into? Is it size or weight limited? Uh, an elephant in episode 51 would have been cool, but the elephant seal was funnier. And that's from <laughs> Terry. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I'm not going to, I'm not pulling rules out of my butt right here. And I'm, <laughs> um, I think it's there's a challenge rating limit, and that's going to decide the size and capability of what a druid can take the shape of. And it's a level. It's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. He is limited. I actually yeah. googled it. I think it's surprisingly, if you're not a moon druid, it's only one or like a half. It is yeah. really low. Yeah. So I can't. I couldn't be like a great blue whale or something like that, or, or a, a dire elephant. Not not gonna happen. <laughs> a, not just a an dire elephant, elephant, but a, a dire, dire elephant. Dire elephant. What oh, makes wow. something dire? Bigger They're and big. tougher. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like a dire wolf. Yeah, dire wolf is like. Was that right? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm limited to a, a CR one. Is that right? Based on what you I just think so. Yeah. It might even it's just low. be a half. It's pretty low. Yeah. If you're not yeah. a moon druid. But polymorph, great spell. Yeah. Everyone should magic. Who cares about magic? Let's talk <laughs> about important stuff. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. <laughs> Don't you have her? magic fists? Anyway, let's talk <laughs> about exactly. important stuff. <laughs> this like, question... like, our next, like our next campaign, where it's going to be a grimdark campaign, and Joey's going to kill everybody's <laughs> player characters at least three times. Yeah, Life is every cheap. Episode. Character sheets are burned <laughs> routinely. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question here for Sensei Horace, or maybe even Joey. Either one. <laughs> oh no. So, okay. Horace, how does it feel to now lead your own group of people for the second time as a trueborn leader? Have you learned from your past, <laughs> and what do you plan on doing differently with your second opportunity? <laughs> oh man, uh, I I I think Horace believes, like truly believes himself, destined for greatness, and uh, this is probably just par for the course for him. Uh, that that he this is he's finally getting his second chance, but deeper down, I I think he wants to do a lot more with that second chance, and I would answer that as Horace, but um, it maybe goes a little bit into spoiler territory for the first episode of part six that we've already recorded. So, oh yeah, that's I, true. God, I, my I will, time sense is so messed up because I know how we record and everything. Because we record a week early, it gets a bit wonky. Um, but well, yeah, I, this is going to come out after that episode, so spoil away. Well, I <laughs> I guess I could. I I I recommend listening to that episode for more information about the answer to this question. And now that you've said that, be in the spirit of Horace, who would talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wow. True. 
Uh, he really doesn't want to. Anyway, moving on, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. This is a really interesting question. Uh, Sarek, if Finian actually tried to bring back Heen, would Heen have actually left his wife, or would he have fought to stay with her? Oh, gosh. Wow. <laughs> um, I guess it really depends on the group, because Heen's duty and loyalty were always you know, paramount to his entire character. So I think he probably wouldn't have resisted if the group felt they needed him. But I imagine after he died, he was just so overwhelmed with relief and gratitude that his wife forgave him and wanted to stay with him but i suspect if you had called him back to duty he would have done it just a little bit uh irritated <laughs> yeah <laughs> understatement yeah seriously uh-huh. let's see here this is for joey so imigeth claims to have created finian quote unquote the key of keys <clears throat> But Imigoth also created, you know, bird people like the Aarakocra. So what did Imigoth mean by the Key of Keys? Right. So Imigoth didn't f- actually create Finian. Finian was born a natural birth from his parents and the path of mercy. Uh, believe it or not. Yeah, have fun with that visual. Um, <laughs> antlers and all. But Imigoth has, and I, I think Sarek as Imigoth went into this a bit in the episode, but he has been undermining Thogoth's plans for hundreds of years. He's been <laughs> literally clouding his judgment, clouding his visions. And Finian was his masterpiece in a way. He was the, the he introduced Finian into the, the uh what is it the tome of insight as the he's gonna be the guy to save all of the seven he's gonna bring them together he's gonna keep them healed he's the key of keys you guys being the keys and him being the key of those keys um but it was all a ruse it was just so imigoth could insert his own uh false idol basically into the mix to screw everything up you know, it's really funny when you introduced that concept initially, Joey, back, what, Arc 2 or something? It was a long time it ago. Felt, it felt really strange to me. It was like, this feels a little forced. And then the thought just completely disappeared. I went, okay, well, I mean, Joey's going to tie it all together. It's going to work out. <laughs> and so to have it, Imigeth have actually written uh, Finian in, like, last second like that, uh, forcing his way into the prophecy, I think mm-hmm. that was really cool. And uh, the fact you're able to reflect that early is really... Uh, it really reflects on how well you prepare for this stuff. Yeah, I I um, I over prepare. <laughs> I I think foreshadowing is really important to a campaign and to like the overarching narrative. So I like to have a, as much about the background characters in place as I can, so I can foreshadow. So here's an interesting question that I found. It's for Sarek. What would the apple have done if Finian didn't purify it with his spell? <laughs> oh, it was already the best apple you've ever tasted. <laughs> it was it legitimately was just a plain de- red delicious apple. Like mm-hmm. any any spells they cast on it was just uh, me having fun. So the challenge was <laughs> just you had to do it. 
Wow. Uh, that's Glad we that's ate good. It. Well, speaking of that, we have a question uh, again to you, Sarek. What's the what was the source or sources of inspiration for Imago's strange character and behavior, or are you just unhinged in real life? <laughs> <laughs> that one. <laughs> oh, there's definitely an aspect of that. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of Imagoth, I was, for like his backstory, his thought processes and stuff, I can relate with pretty well. So I was able to draw a lot from my individual. He's far more artistic than I am, that's for sure. But I like to have that chaotic, quirky character, that weird off the shelf, uh, the unhinged character uh, show up in each of my campaigns or anything I run. So when Joey asked me to run him, I was like, oh, heck yes, this is going to be great. The original, like, if I had to choose, like, a single character in media, it would definitely be Q from Star Trek. Just that mm. all-powerful, godlike character who's trying to teach mortals a lesson, but also is really in it for himself as well. I, I think one of our patrons even posted a gif of Q somewhere. Um, yeah. Pressing yeah. that. I was going to comment on that, but I didn't want to spoil it for anyone. So uh -huh. I don't remember who posted it. So if you posted that, congratulations. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can see That's the inspiration really now. Mm -hmm. That is, seriously. Uh, I got an open-ended question for all of us. So I'm just looking at Discord. I said, let's go in Discord order here. So we'll start with Aaron to JR to me to... Uh, wow, I just... Wow, I was using both names. Have you <laughs> we'll been go drinking? Aaron to Greg... Always. We'll go. Are we not drinking? Craig. Isn't that the short rest <laughs> tradition? You know, I'm just gonna say ask a question. That, that's what we're gonna do. All right. How, <laughs> how, do you, how do you guys feel now that we're going into the final arc? We're gonna start with Aaron. Oh, I, oh I guess I asked that. Yeah, I think that was sort of asked already, but I'm happy to answer that question again. As far as how do I feel about going specifically into uh, the sixth act of this fantastic campaign? Uh, I am pumped. I am excited to see this thing come to a conclusion and see what what Joey and the greater deities have uh, cooked up as far as a finale and the denouement that follows. Uh, everyone dies the end. Well, then I'm not <laughs> so pumped. Yeah, we figured. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but see, if we die, that means we become ghosts and go back to Noctara. Ah, so right. You yeah. could have a really cool like ending for us there too. <laughs> we just start I mean, like, back again. The end is not the end, right? Right, right. The end is just the beginning, and then we get recycled at some point. Greg, do you have any final thoughts on the, uh, on like the final Ooh. arc? Yeah, it's it's kind of sad to see this story wrap up because you know it's an adventure and you never want to see it end. It's like kind of a season finale. Mm -hmm. You're always glad that oh you get to see that final end, but then you're sad because now there's no more new episodes. <laughs> so I'm excited. Like I've even. I'm especially excited because, you know, I I like to look at my class as a whole and then build based around that. So I'm excited to see the final final end game for everyone's characters, not even my not just my own. Yeah. So, yeah, I it's going to be like a bittersweet ending because no more new episodes, no more new adventures with these characters. Mm hmm. Right. But, we get to right. see everything come to a conclusion, and that's just satisfying to see a conclusion. Rachel, yeah, do you my, have any? Oh, go ahead. My my favorite elements of a story um, are are always the characters, right? Um, and if I can't relate to the characters or empathize with them in some way, I, I always have trouble connecting with the story. And so, 
for me, having that character arc and, you know, kind of echoing what, what Greg said, but like seeing all of our flaws, all of our idiosyncrasies, all the things that we've just been working so hard to smooth out those edges. Um, I'm really excited to see kind of the culmination of what these adventures have um, left for us as characters. I'm also really looking forward to being able to just like unleash chaos in a very organized way. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I'm hoping cool. I'm hoping I'll be able to level up Ton enough where I can where I can actually like really control that chaos. Mm-hmm. We'll see though. We'll see. I haven't um, been able to send Joey any bribes lately, so got to see how that goes. <laughs> Wait, is that how we do stuff? Oh yeah. yeah oh, you, you didn't know. know? Is that why yeah. I'm so weak? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like a hundred bucks yeah. every week. Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tried to give him a hundred bucks and he was like, no, it's 150. He dies. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sarek is an outsider now, which is sad to say. Do you have any, like, how do you feel? Is there any other final thoughts you wanted to add to that question? God, outsider is such an apt description because there's definitely that level of like, yes, I can't wait to see how the party goes through the final bits of this, but there's definitely the, I've already gone through the give it, not the giving up, but like the loss, the grieving phase, I guess you could say, oh, of losing team and losing involvement in the podcast. So while I definitely enjoy it now as a, as a listener, uh, it's really difficult to see the end of the campaign as having the same emotional impact as just being out of the campaign, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, there is a small chance we end up joining you, as observed by this question. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you suspect Joey will actually party wipe in the Thogoth fight? You haven't had yes. to actually fight a god yet, so winning seems like it's going to be pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> P-P-K. I believe in you guys. <laughs> I believe in the plot armor. You got this. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely nervous. Definitely nervous. I'm not even nervous because I think Joey's like some big mean DM. It's just, you know, yeah, this he's is going to be really, really tough. <laughs> no, you know, he's not that mean. No, he's a sweetheart. I'll say this. I think <laughs> either, even if we get TPK'd, I think Joey will be able to wrap up this story in the perfect whatever. Aww. It needs, I think he'll be able to do that. So if that Thanks, is a TPK, then it's a TPK. And if not, I mean, I think I think Joey will be able to finish this off right. Yeah. If we get TPK, oh, yeah. do we oh, all yeah. end up back in Malice again? Or you know, I guess the call is now. Okay, it's just a loose is getting fixed. So maybe we go maybe most of us go the right place. <laughs> just because Finian's going to Malice doesn't mean we're all going to Malice, okay? I yeah. mean, we have done some pretty awful stuff, but we've done some pretty good stuff, so huh. We'll see how we get ba- judged. The wonder... I wonder where he went. <laughs> Gosh, oh. I had my chance. I had my chance to send him to where I wanted to go and I completely forgot to do it. <laughs> Huh. Oh, no, I wouldn't man. have done it. I would have let it naturally happen. Where where do you think King goes? Man, that is a hard one because with like the ascension that he had, the enlightenment that he had from eating the fruit, he you know kind of became the uh, almost avatar of truth at that point, but right. it never really was his personality. So it was just kind of a mantle bestowed upon him. Huh. I think mm-hmm. he was always trying to do well, but he despite being very smart, was not terribly wise. I think tenacity, frankly, because he just kept fighting no matter what. 
I agree. I, I think Timothy. Yeah. yeah. But we don't know if Legal was fixed, so he could have gone anywhere. Who Ooh, fingers crossed. Yeah. And then and then where did his Good wife point. go? And were they able to go in the same place? Right. So we don't know oh, that yeah. too. I guess where was his wife, Joey? Uh she was yeah, so she was in Mercy. Okay. Um, right, because she was living in uh Yeah. yeah. Karzire ate her. So Oh uh, yeah. Uh she she was in Mercy. Well, well we, fixed. maybe uh, maybe he hooks them up together somehow. Maybe they find a way. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, seriously. Okay, so we only have a handful of questions left, and they're all directed. So we're going to start with Rachel. The last question mm-hmm. for you I have is, if you were to actually DM, what would it look like? Like, do you have an idea of a story you do? Um... It would definitely be very story-driven. Um, and after chatting with some of the people in our Discord, um, I would definitely take the Wilds of the Fey Realm from my Gilded Blood series. Um, it's It's been described as a Dr. Seussian world where every leaf can kill you. Oh. And there are, <laughs> yeah, there are like monsters you've never heard of that run around there. I mean, it would be very cool. And there would be plants that can kill you. <laughs> um, <laughs> there would definitely, you would have to work in your environment to find what you need. So definitely having like a druid, for example, would be really helpful. Um, it would be fun. Like I said, I would just need somebody sitting next to me doing all of the stuff I don't want to do, which is like <laughs> math. <laughs> it was time for that. <laughs> uh, that would be fun. We should do that It would that be sometime. fun. That would that be would great. Be <laughs> Are you volunteering, Nolan, to be my second head? I can try, but I'm also not so good with the math. <laughs> <laughs> There's an that would be such that. a cluster. I'm also fuck. not so good with the rules. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> that if you and I teamed up and made a game, that would be either the greatest D and D game ever, <laughs> or like the biggest clusterfuck anyone's ever seen. It would just <laughs> be. It, it would just be. Oh, what's that show? Uh, whose line is it anyway? That's all. It would be. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, I love that show for sure. <laughs> Uh, let's see here the dice don't matter yeah straight up oh yeah not 20 not 20 (laughs) doesn't matter (laughs) you miss yep uh let's see sarek the final question i got for you is uh since you mentioned that it was hard to give up heen in one of the patreon shorts i was wondering if it's been equally hard whenever you lose a DD character oh um it varies. It varies a lot, actually. So early on, characters I had went back when I played in high school and college, no, I didn't bat an eye. And I think a lot of them didn't have a lot of that uh, personal touch or personal inspiration associated with them. It was just like, oh, that's a cool idea. I'm going to play with that. But as I started to learn to put more of myself or like an aspect of myself I'd like to discover or explore more into the characters, it does get harder. So I would say, yeah, the last few characters have been tough. Heen was one of the toughest because it's been so long i don't think i've ever had a character last an entire year so uh yeah i it it is it is kind of the same thing for me i guess Ooh. um that's honestly that's a good answer and it kind of made me sad <laughs> yeah and i'm not the one to kill his characters leave uh-huh. me alone go ahead and add that in <laughs> asterisk at the end mm-hmm. stop dming me <laughs> 
Uh, let's see. The final question for myself is, was letting Heen go really just a ploy to stop the party from killing the remaining gods? And do you regret it? Ooh. Wow. Damn. Conspiracy um, nut over here. <laughs> honestly, it was not a ploy. Um, cause, so he... I don't know. I was put in a tough spot where I had to think on it for a full week as Nolan and Mo. And because Mo was told by JR, like, hey, you need to save Heen or he's going to break. And I had a full week to reflect on what that meant. And the way I interpreted it and the way Mo interpreted it is if we keep pulling him away from actually having a chance at any sort of life, that's what breaks him. So. Do I regret it? I mean, I regret removing Sarah from the podcast. <laughs> I feel like that yeah. came from my hands. But... Hey, that was my decision to step down, so don't feel right, bad right. at all. <laughs> but it's like, you know, it just it, it felt right, and it was, it was a tough call. But, I mean, people need rest, you know? He needed to rest. Yeah. God, that blew my mind when you did that, and you, you said, nah, let's let him go. I was like... Holy crap, he's so right. This that was a that was a masterstroke on your part, Nolan. It was perfect. It was such a good way to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though some oh, people didn't oh. want to see him go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the final question for today is going to be pointed at none other than Finian. Please, I <laughs> whoever whoever wrote this question, by the way, you're gonna regret it because I'm gonna read it word for word. Finian, please explain. I'm going to regret it. (laughs) Listen, all right, ready? Finian, please explain in detail Finian's exact feelings about returning home, only to find a major portion of it destroyed. That's actually a really good question. Uh, Wow, that is a really good question. Yeah, well, you know, like I said, Finian's emotional range is not not amazing, but... uh, uh, I, I'm I'm sure that uh, Finian was absolutely dismayed to see uh, that you know the living things in his place had been in his homeland had been destroyed and not just destroyed but also tainted, right? So it's one thing if they if the the deaths were natural or through some natural means, but you know it was you know through the work of a demon, right? So obviously right. this isn't going to sit well with any druid, right? Because it's not a it's not the natural order to have a demon come and you know trash things yeah um, I, i'm sure yeah. interrupt oh, but that makes a lot of sense that finian is okay with death death is a part of life right absolutely but what karzar was doing to malice was worse than that right he was disrupting or, what he was doing to mercy yeah he was mm-hmm. disrupting balance right i mean it's yep. one thing to have you know so like mount orm if it erupts and kills everybody you know it's a tragedy but that's that's life and death right that's the balance of nature but if somebody triggered the volcano to erupt before its time, you know, before the natural order, then that would be dismaying to a druid. So I think that's, you know, that would have been Finian's take on it is no, this is not right. And he certainly would have certainly was uh, ready to go to the fight and fight to the death if needed to, uh, to stop um, Karzire from uh, uh, meeting out more damage to the world. Well, guys, that ready was, for like uh, a few more hours of that. So, what do oh, we yeah. do now? 
Yeah. <laughs> that was a pretty succinct answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He answered as Aaron, not Finian. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. I literally oh, just cleared helped. up my schedule. I opened up <laughs> yeah. the calendar and deleted everything. <laughs> same. Same. Well. Do you want me to keep going on? I could. I could. I could <laughs> give Finian's answer. Well, unfortunately, yeah. we're out of time. But thank you for that. <laughs> Thanks for saving me. <laughs> No, that was uh, that thank was all you. the questions. So thank you guys for asking. They they're really good. Keep them coming. Those were excellent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Nolan, for stepping in, so people didn't have to listen to like my thirteen-year-old boy going through puberty voice. You know, <laughs> like that. You're, you're the real hero. Hero. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess the next one of these will be the long rest, the wrap up of the whole Ooh. entire. Uh... Campaign, right, right yep. Joey? Whole campaign. Right. Yep. So, yep. so submit your questions about the last arc, but also about the campaign as a whole. Any questions you have at all, we will answer. We uh we have to look into the logistics of it, but I kind of had the idea of of actually doing a live Q and A and having people submit questions to us um, who are in our Discord. Mm. So, come join if you haven't. I'm going to look at technology on the other end to make sure that you all can be a part of that rest as well. Ooh, fun. That sounds exciting. Yeah. Okay. It'll Does be great. Does Nolan have to be a part of it? Or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll try not to get COVID again. Uh... Wait, Nolan didn't intro us with a pun. Oh my gosh. Wow. Well, they no, a lot of everyone leave. No, please. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh my. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thanks for putting up with us. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Cheers. everyone. We'll see Cheers. you guys later. Cheers. See you, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>